Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we all stand? Let's gather around this front, start this service off with prayer tonight. So good to be able to be in the house of the Lord, to come together to worship and to praise and to glorify Him, to magnify His wonderful name because He is worthy. Why don't you just take a moment to lift your voice and praise and glorify God like you believe that He is worthy today. God, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We praise you and we worship you, God. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given us to come to your house. To lift up and to praise and to magnify your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice unto God. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph.
done it publicly, but I want to thank the Lord for keeping his hand on us last Wednesday night. I don't know why I have to have an accident like that on the way to church, but anyway, it was, it was bad enough. Uh, made me real nervous. I just only want to drive. And on top of that, on the way to church tonight, a big old coon ran out in front of us in the middle of Fred and it about made me hit the ditch. And But the Lord was good to us. I mean, trucks can be fixed. People, you know, sometimes people can't be fixed. And I'm going to sing this next song. And this is just to let the devil know you don't give him no praise. Uh, he ain't never done me nothing good. I'm going to tell you all that. All through this whole year, it's been one thing right after another. But he's still, God's still in control. And you know, uh, he sees us through all this. And uh, I just want the devil to know it. He ain't never done me nothing but good. And I want to sing this for Sister Cook tonight. I know she's in the hospital very sick. But I'm, I want to dedicate it to her. Well, no one right man in the devil could have doubted. He sure did love to say there was no doubt about it. Well, Satan hurts his body from his feet up to his head. And he told him all his children and his cattle.
ain't never done me nothing but good either, Buck. And today, we've been praying and praying and praying. And that man called me. That's my home builder. He said, you know what? You're right. We're going to tear that whole slab up. We're going to start over again. Well, he's an old-time guy. Tonight, we want to say, Miss Shavers, we're glad you're in church with us tonight. We're glad everyone is because, hallelujah. Feel like something good's about to happen. We want to pray for Sister Tite, Brother Paul, and Sister Carrie's mother, Nicole Quillen, Chris Harrison, Chris McKinney, Erica, she was operated on today. Pray for her and Pat. Sister Cook, Chris McKinney, Anthony Jackson, and Brother James Kane. Hallelujah. Pray for this service. Yeah. Ask God to have His way in this service. And if you have a need, God's here. He's very present. So lift your hands and love Him and let's worship God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We praise you tonight, God, for your goodness and kindness to us, Lord. 
Thank you for these conditions. Every need, Lord, you more than able, God. You more than able, God. You're a miracle working, God. We stand in on your promises, God, the King of Kings, the God of glory, the great I am, Lord. The great I am. Hallelujah. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. The brothers bring the offering pans. Receive the offering. Brother John's going to get ready to sing. Glory. We just continue to worship God, if you would. Discouraged and dismayed, and for the mock and persecution. 
for the battered, for the wrong, for the scarred and for the wounded. For the weak and for the strong, there is the remedy. is coming. The church, we are a blessed church. We are a blessed people. If you'll stop and look at the souls God's been saving right here in our midst, miracles God's been performing, we are a blessed church. Hallelujah. And so we all will always thank God and ask Him, God, continue to bless, continue to give us revival. Hallelujah. Let's help Brother Duplicy tonight as he comes preach. Preach to us, Elder. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Cooper, and how privileged we are to be able to be in the house of the Lord tonight. And and God love us enough to come down and bless us here with His Spirit and His presence. And I'm thankful for that tonight. Thank God for the desire that He put in our heart to be in His house. I'm thankful tonight that we have a house to come to. Yes. It's so good to see Gage here tonight. Yes. A friend of his was in a car wreck last night. She got thrown out of the car and in serious condition, has swelling on the brain. And they had to lifelight her or take her to the hospital there in Houston. And uh, God has been good to Gage. He spared him. He almost got killed here a few months ago. And uh, God's been talking to him. Let's ask God to reach down in that hospital room, and let's pray for Brother Mefford. Brother Dallas Mefford has uh, contacted that virus. Pray that God would heal him. Would you pray with me right now for that young lady and Brother Mefford? Savior and God, in your precious name, we come before your throne, thanking you, Lord, for your spirit, for your presence, for your goodness. We thank you and we praise you. Now, Lord, we pray for the young lady that you would touch her body and let your healing virtue reach down and touch her in the name of the Lord. And we pray that you would look at one of your faithful servants, heal him of the virus, rebuke it now in Jesus' name we pray, in the name of the Lord. Praise God. 
In the book of Matthew, chapter 17, and verse number 14, And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often to the water. And I brought him unto thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that day, from that very hour. Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, For verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove, hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind cometh not but by prayer and fasting. You can be seated. Let me talk to you for just a little while tonight about the possible or the impossible. I heard a story about, they said a young lad went to Sunday school one Sunday morning, had not been used to going to church, and uh, when he got home, his mother asked him what he learned and at church in Sunday school. He said, well, I learned. They taught us about, he said, well, what did they teach you? What did they tell you? Well, they told us about these Jews that were uh, there in Egypt that were captive and they couldn't do anything. They made them build their bricks and gather their own straw and said, you know, They started raising up against them. They sent the Green Beret in there to kill the firstborn of all of the Egyptians. And Pharaoh said, y'all could get out of here. And he said, while they were leaving, they got to the Red Sea. And the Egyptian army was behind them. Mountains on either side. And they didn't know what to do and said they called the 8th Army Corps of Engineers in and they built a bridge over the Red Sea. And the people, the army behind them, they called the Air Force in and they bombed that Egyptian army. And they got through on the other side and went on to live in Israel. His mother said, now, son... You know that's not the way they told that. He said, Mother, if I told you what they told me, you would think I was crazy. (laughs) They said that that guy stood there and took a stick and held it over the Red Sea and the waters rolled back. Now, you don't believe that actually happened, do you? So, if I look at the things... In the Bible, and take them for its word, I would, looking at it through the eyes of carnality, I would wonder, is that really what happened? Kind of reminds me of the, and I've told this before, about the, I guess I shouldn't call him a Frenchman. Brother Bergeron's not here, so I can talk about him. This Frenchman, he listened to him tell how Jesus did this and Jesus did that and how the Lord answered prayer. And, and Boudreaux stood up and he said, I got a tale to tell. He said, I was on my way to church and he said, I had a flat tire. And he said, I got out and said, Boudreaux, what are you going to do? You don't even have a jack. And I said, Lord, you come down here and you give me a hand here. And he said, the Lord reached down and picked that car up. He said, I took that tire off, put the spare on, said it, the Lord set it down, said, now, Boudreaux, you go on to church and have a good time. He said, that was a good one, wasn't it? You know, sometimes we look at the promises of God with the same way. Here Jesus said, 
that you can ask what you will, for with God nothing shall be impossible unto you. Nothing will be impossible. Matthew nineteen twenty three. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Brother Luper preached about this the other night, about the eye of a needle. And some say that that was a gate that entered into the city that was called the needle's eye because the camels had to get down on their knees to crawl under the archer, the ar- the archer, the, well, anyhow, the top of the gate. They couldn't get through it and the camel had to get down. It was hard, but he could do it. I don't know if that was what Jesus was talking about. But I'm going to tell you this, if he said that a camel could go through the eye of a needle, I believe he could go through the eye of a needle. Amen. And, and let, let me, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to believe that things that the Bible said that God did. Who would ever believe that somebody could spit in the ground and make clay and put it in a man's eye and then tell him to go down and wash and, and then he could come back seeing. Who would ever believe that an axe head that is iron could fall into the water and a man could pray and that axe head would come up? Amen. I, I, I've wondered many a time. The Bible said when Jesus comes back that every eye will see him and every knee will bow before him. How in the world, the world is round. How in the world is every eye Gonna be, everyone gonna be able to see the return of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know the good part about it? I don't have to worry about it. Amen. Because Jesus said it and I believe it. Amen. If He said it, I believe that it can happen and I believe it's going to. Luke 1, 26 in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Azareth. Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord God is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, cast in her mind, What manner of salutation thou should be? That this should be. And the angel said unto her, unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, and was called, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. The world cannot, the religious world cannot understand this. Amen. That's the reason I don't take other translations of the Bible. Amen. What they want to change. The Bible said a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a child. Amen. And she said, I know not a man. They said that they don't really believe that, so they changed it to read, a young woman shall conceive. Amen. Any young woman can conceive if they've known a man. But I'm going to tell you, God Almighty Himself came into this world. Amen. Of a virgin birth. 
He was not an ordinary man. He was God that had made Himself man. With God, nothing is impossible. Amen. He said, I'm going to come. Unto you a child is born. Unto you a son is given. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. And thank God, the Prince of Peace. Let me tell you how important this is tonight. We're not playing with just another form of religion. We're not playing with a make-believe religion. We are dealing with the reality that God has given to a church, to a people. He said in Hebrews 4 and 4, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened... Now, look at this. This is where it becomes impossible. When God loved you enough to reach down and fill you with His Spirit, you need to hold on to that. Amen. Accept the truth of God. Amen. Never deny the truth of God. He said, for those who were once enlightened, have tasted of the heavenly gift, were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good Word of God, and the powers of the world to come, that they shall, if they fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put Him to an open shame. How important it is to value the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You deny the Spirit of God. You blaspheme against the Holy Ghost. It's impossible for you to come back to God. When God turns His back on you, that's the reason you should never belittle the promises of God, the work of God, the worship of God, the presence of God, the thankfulness we ought to have for God. Hebrews 6 and 13, For when God made promises to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater... He swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless thee. Multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by, swear by the greater. And an oath for confirmation is to them that end all strife. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirming it by an oath. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon us. If God made a promise, He cannot lie. He promised you the Holy Ghost. He promised He's coming back. I believe He's coming back. I believe God has promised us revival in this church and I believe He's going to give us revival. But without Him, it is impossible to please Him. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Let us stand. Hebrews 10 and 1, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never be those sacrifices which they offered year by year. Continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then they would not have ceased to be offered. Because that the worshipers, once purged, should have had no more conscience of sin. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is impossible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away his sins. The impossible and the possible. It's impossible for God to lie. It's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to save us. The blood of Jesus Christ is, has made it possible for you and I. Who would have ever thought, amen, that he could tell a man with a leper... That was a leper. You be cleansed and he is cleansed. 
Who would ever thought just by speaking the words? Who would ever thought that God Almighty stepped out on the balcony of eternity and said, let there be light. And the sun came into existence. Amen. The Bible said it, and I believe it. I don't believe there was a big bang theory. I believe that God made heaven and made earth. Amen. For six days, he, he worked on his creation. And he made everything that is made. He made every fish in the sea. He made the dry land to appear. He made the heavens, the stars to begin to shine. He made the moon. Wasn't the moon beautiful the other night? Maybe it is still tonight. God made that moon. It didn't just automatically show up. Amen. And then one day God stepped, stooped down. Amen. And He took some clay and He made a man. I forget how many hundreds of miles of arteries and vessels there are in the human body. Amen. Man has yet to conquer and to visualize all of the uh, mechanisms of, of the human body. Who would have thought that God could do it? Do you think that all of a sudden, amen, some protoplasma began to swim in the ocean for a billion years and then it swam up on the bank, amen, and grew legs and, and cut its tail off and, and wiggled up onto a tree and, and hung there for another billion years and, and then all of a sudden he began to walk around and drag his knuckles on the ground and, amen, until the, uh, he got smarter than that. Amen. I wonder sometimes if some of them aren't still doing that. Amen. God said, let there be light. There was light. And God made man, and He said He can't stand by Himself. Amen. If God said it, I believe it. He said He's coming back. I believe it. He said, I'll heal you sick by the stripes that were laid on my back. And I believe it. And God said, I'll take care of my church. And I believe He's going to take care of His people over this pandemic. I believe it tonight. My God can do anything. My God can do anything.
How many in there has ever experienced the miracle-working power of Jesus Christ? Why don't you give Him praise for it right now? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Brother Duplessis, for the Word of the Lord. Good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord tonight. Our guests, so glad that you're here. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap tonight. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord. Remember church Sunday morning, come praying, expecting and believing the Lord for a great move of the Holy Ghost. Bring somebody with you to the house of God. Brother Blakely will be preaching for us Sunday morning and Sunday night. Looking forward to God doing something good for us in the house of the Lord. And uh, so we're so thankful for God's goodness, His greatness, His mercy, His long-suffering. I'm just glad I know who Jesus is. Amen. I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to live for Him. Amen. Lord bless you tonight. A couple of you younger guys, if you'd like to, we're going to be taking turkeys off about 1130 tonight. So if you want to come help us, we would appreciate it. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.